1: Good evening and welcome to tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Celtic only need a point to get through in Europe After seeing off Rosenborg last night A brave performance from 10-man Rangers Means their fate is still in their own hands And now for the small matter of a cracking league fixture card And a League Cup final this weekend as well I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Derek Johnson And the returning Hugh Keevans On Sunday at 2 Rangers will move above Celtic and go to the top of the
2: league table after beating Hearts at Tynecastle. On Sunday at five, Celtic will accept the seventh successive trophy of the Brendan Rodgers era after beating Aberdeen in the Betfred Cup final at Hampden. The clock will then start to tick down towards a tempestuous, tumultuous, titanic Old firm game At the end of the month The cream has risen to the top The field has thinned out
1: The rest are falling by the wayside The game belongs to Glasgow (laughs) Well seen he's been away He's he's gone in early on the predictions He doesn't usually open the show With his predictions It's four minutes past six Uh, It's great to have him back We should
3: all go and visit Brighton I think for a week What do you think? He's
1: (laughs) clearly in good spirits still But Derek One thing is for sure Uh, What a Friday We've got some cracking European action to look back on yeah. and some wonderful domestic stuff to look ahead to as well
3: Yeah, and even tonight you're cracking game on in the Championship Dundee United against the Air what a game that's going to turn out to be Robbie Nielsen done really, really well I think they've only lost one game since he's arrived there and of course you've got Jimmy Nickel back at uh, St Mirren helping out there well done to him and of course tomorrow three really cracking games as well with St Mirren against Hamilton all important games Kelly against Hibbs and Livy against Motherwell.
1: Come on then, let's hear from you. O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Let's start by looking back on last night. So what did you make of either game? Celtic going over to Norway and doing the business. That means they only need a point at home next time out to guarantee their progression. As for Rangers, it was a draw on the night. Ten men for them, of course, after Daniel Candis was sent off. But they know very simple. Beat Vienna in the next game and they go through as well. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What did you make of it and what do you make of your team's chances of progressing? Brendan Rogers says they'll go all out against Salzburg in the final game after the 1 0 win last night. Scott Sinclair got the goal in Tron time. Rogers says it sets up a special night at Celtic Park.
4: Pleased with both the, the result but even more the, the performance. I think that to come under pressure, knowing that we really had to win. Uh, to give ourselves a, a big opportunity in the last game, to, to play to that that level technically, and that was a good insight into the game for me in terms of the team and the, the calmness and the confidence, uh, and how they all connected. You know, when they were pressing the game, and and then their ability technically and showed their talent when they had the ball to to, to create opportunities and control the game. So it was. Um, yeah it was it was very very good we just wanted to to have an opportunity after this evening to uh, to have it in our hands and and thankfully that's the way it's worked out. You can only look after your your own result of course, but the other the other game's result obviously uh helps us so um, now we'll go into the last game uh like always we go in to win the game it's very hard to just play for a point or a draw. you go we're playing against a good side, but we want to go and, and win the game, and, and use the whole Celtic Park experience and the atmosphere to, to push us over the line. So, uh, but tonight it's it's a great great performance, and and takes us lovely now into the into the weekend. What can you
2: say? You know, Celtic away from home in Europe have been pretty awful over the years, but this was a highly efficient performance. Perhaps a little lax in the chance taking department from time to time, but. Uh, Brendan Rodgers got the desired result There'll be 60,000 at Celtic Park The disco lights will be on It'll be boogie night uh, When they play that final game And perhaps last night also, Gordon Illustrated the case that There might not be room For Scott Brown in this side at Mm -hmm. the moment With regard to the cup final Who do you leave out?
3: Well, we spoke about this two or three weeks ago You know, we would get his plays back You know, once he was fit Because Celtic are playing really well in midfield We know he's just coming back from injury I think it would have been too much Just to throw him in at the start He got his little bit, you know, near the end of the game But it's a great point And I just wonder what the Celtic fans are thinking of that
2: I'm only talking about this game in isolation, Derek But you can't leave Rogic out Aberdeen can't stand the sight of Tom Rogic He's just a permanent Thorn on their side McGregor is reborn In his position Christie has not Put a foot wrong Since coming back mm-hmm. Into the side Forrest is a contender For player of the year Along with McGregor of Celtic and McGregor of Rangers So Who do you leave out To accommodate the captain I think you might have to
1: Sit this one out Let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 And we'll get to that We'll quickly hear from Stephen Gerrard first He says his Rangers players Were heroic As they kept their Europa League campaign alive Daniel Candea sent off During the goalless draw With Villarreal Ibrox Boss though Says that the result Shows the progress they've made
5: Very proud of the players Dan- Daniel Kandeas has got A lot of friends In that dressing room You know every single One of them Two man Roll the sleeves up And dug in Against a fantastic team A team full of top, top players, there's a World Cup winner in there as well, so, you know, to, to compete against this level of team over two games, um, and not lose, I'm very, very proud and satisfied in in the circumstances. <coughs> the players have set up an absolute fantastic match, and a uh, an opportunity for us to go and win a match and go into the last 32 in Europe, Um that's enormous strides in my book if we if we manage to do that um, we've got 2 weeks to prepare for that game um hopefully you know the players come through the the games before that and we can go in with a fully fit squad um and, and we'll go over to Vienna and give it everything we've got to try and get into the last 32 but of course we would a definitely a took it certainly when scoopy came here for the first game uh, on the journey I would a definitely a took that
1: Alan McGregor pulled off a number of saves on the night Gerard had one word to describe his keeper
5: uh, Wow Wow I'm, I'm, I'm running out of things to say about him um, Just being top class since day one Every single day in training All the games Just wow Them saves tonight were wow Do you know what wow is in Spanish? <laughs> I can try. Wowie? Wowie? <laughs> well,
3: I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, there's no ifs, buts, or maybes. He's been the best sign at Rangers have had, Alan McGregor. Oh. You know, there were a couple of basic mistakes made last night by defenders, you know, and he, he got them out a hole twice. You know, but he just, his all round games has been fantastic. This was, a, this was a different Villarreal say from the one that Rangers played several weeks ago. I think they came out last night determined, you know, to put on a show after that first game. And I thought they were excellent, you know, they're running off the ball, they're passing, everything about them was good. And I think Mean Rangers had a couple of half chances, you know, during that first half, but I thought once they sending off after 40-odd minutes, I thought they're really mm. up against it, they're going to get pounded on by Val- Valéry Al, who'll want to, you know, win the game now and show Rangers the the 2-2 the, the game was false, but... I'll tell you what, he's right, the manager's right, they rolled up their sleeves and there was players there that worked their absolute socks off, I know they had to sit back and defend but when you're up against a side that were on form and and looking really good in Europe, remember, they they hadn't been beaten in 13 away games in Europe, you know, they'd won five and drawn eight, so they know what they're doing, they know how to play away from home in Europe and... I mean the pounded Rangers But you know Defensively I thought In the second half They were outstanding And any time they got through McGregor was there So I tell you what A nothing each And a point there It was crucial they got the point They mm. don't get the point If they're beaten then they're out So it's in their own hands As you suggested And I tell you, It'll be some game over in Austria Because Rangers beat them 3-1 at Ibrox That was a tough game as well But the great thing is it's in their
1: own hands. Let's hear from you. 01419511025 The floor is yours. Neil is first through tonight. He's a Rangers fan from Guy. What did you make of that last night, Neil?
6: Uh, yeah, I was at the game. Uh, firstly, congratulations to Celtic. Good result away from home. I've got to say, um, terrific result for Scottish football. My point really is that I thought the kind of second half heroics, which it was uh, outstanding, masked uh, as a pretty poor performance. I was at the Livingston game and at the game last night and, and the, the the lack of cohesion to hold on to the ball in the first half and particularly from um, the midfield I thought was really showing up last night and I think the kind of um, explosion and Kandias going off, half time fired the fans up a wee bit but there was a lot of disgruntled fans with just the standard of football and I think if they play against that in terms of being able to hold on to the ball, possession football. And give Celtic the chances that that team got last night They'll get soundly beaten again
2: I think it's a measure what the panel think. It's a measure Neil of how far Rangers have come Under Stephen Gerrard That you can state your disappointment At a draw A second draw uh, Against Spanish opposition uh, And playing for half a game with 10 men uh, Yeah it might not have been The, the greatest performance in the world But Ranger supporters I think Are always looking for A sign of how far The team has come If you think back To last season's team Neil Up against Spanish opposition Home or away With 10 men For half a game You would shudder to think What the final outcome Might have been So As I say the, The performance might not Have been To your way of thinking Satisfactory But It's still a measure Of how far Rangers have come That they are In with a real chance of the last 32 of a European competition.
3: I think you're being a wee bit harsh, Neil. And and you know why? Because I thought Villarreal played really well. What they did, and what they did well last night, was close Rangers down... Rangers never get a minute's peace. They never get a chance to pass the ball. Anytime the ball went wide, he was closed down. Middleton, who you're looking to get the ball and run at players, never got a chance because anytime he got the ball, the fullback was a yard away from him, you know, and he was forced into playing the ball back. That happened all over the park. They closed Rangers down and stopped him playing. And when they came forward, Rangers had no out. At times, they just had to hammer the ball back forward, you know, and it went straight mm. to Villarreal players again. So, I think they played very well and showed Rangers how to close teams down. And they got it done to themselves last night. Neil, you mentioned the sending off.
1: What did you make of that incident?
6: Uh, I, I think I think the referee had a bit of a blind spot. I don't think they communicated well between him and the linesman. It was just down from us. Um, I think he got the wrong guy I think that was quite clear And he was kind of surrounded by a million players um, I think it's silly for Kandahar to go in on a booking uh, And get involved the way he did um, It gives the referee an option to do it But I, I generally think he got the wrong guy But um, he kind of lost the plot a wee bit And by the time he's flashed two yellow cards He's not going to back down And he gets sent off It changed the whole course of the game And don't get me wrong I, I'm, I'm Rangers' biggest fan in the second half I was hugely proud um, and to get a 0-0 away was nil-nil uh, at home and take it to the last game was fantastic and the strides they've made have been immense absolutely immense uh, I just think that their possession when they're on the ball they just need to, to, to be seen but that's maybe just the quality he's got just now and I agree with Derek they were a very good technical side so um, hopefully we'll take it to the last game and uh
2: Hopefully hopefully we'll do it I think uh, Gordon If you think back to the, the, the piece that you just Played out there From Stephen Gerrard He used one phrase With regard to The ordering off Which I think was telling He said Daniel Candace Must have a lot of friends In the dressing room In other words Stephen Gerrard knows That Daniel Candace's Friends His ten Other teammates Pulled him out of a hole Because Candace Got himself sent off For me He has to calm down the whole St. Mirren business uh, we can go into if anyone cares to, but he has to calm down. And he let himself down last night because I, I think he stamped on one of the uh, Villarreal players as well. So, Stephen Gerrard, by saying he must have a lot of friends in the dressing room, I think admits that Candeus deserved to be sent off.
3: I mean, I, I don't think he did deserve to get sent off. I mean, for me, Morelos was the one that made the challenge. Hmm. I think Candace was in the middle of that And fell over him And Tavernier came in and actually stamped on the player But Morelos was the first one to touch him And I think, I think you're right the, the, the assistant on that side is only five yards away How he cannot see that I don't know I don't think Candias touched him until the, the, the yeah, I mean, challenge there, there, came in
1: no, there, there is footage of Candias He certainly lands with his studs on the leg I don't know if that's a stamp Only Daniel mm-hmm. Candias knows if, if that's a stamp or not He certainly does land on, on the opposition player's leg with his studs it's, it's back to the age old one That we have When we debate Decisions here who, This becomes a lot easier If you know specifically Why the referee yeah, Made yeah. the decision
2: but Or what he saw this is, this is my Personal interpretation I think when the manager Says he must have A lot of friends He means by that That 10 Rangers players Pulled Daniel mm. Cuddeus out of a hole
3: Yeah when he got sent off then He had to Because he, whether he, he thought It was a sending off or not Doesn't matter He's sent off So there's only 10 men mm. there And he's absolutely right Because there were players there That worked their absolute socks off Everything they'd learned about football Went out the window They had to sit back They had to defend They had to go and challenge They had to tackle mm. Things that you know, some of them don't do
1: Alan is a Celtic fan in Shollins How happy were you With what you saw last night Alan?
7: Uh, how we doing guys? Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely happy last night. It was basically a case of a job done last night. I mean, I think I think it was Hugh who said that earlier on, we'd um, we a bit, bit lethargic in front of goal, but but yeah, I, I we've done what we had to get done. So, i are through, and it's basically, I'm sorry, we're not through, sorry, somewhere on hands uh, for the Salzburg game, yeah. and that's basically all we could look for getting into last night, you know?
2: Yeah, without question. I mean, you can't ask for any more than Celtic Park, Full House, it's all there in front of you You need one point But we have Brendan Rogers Word for it That they're going For the win uh, And I think that's the best way For Celtic to approach it The the, the crowd Will be willing them Over the line uh, So As Derek said of Rangers It's in their hands And the, the same applies To Celtic No doubt That
7: was what I Last night Definitely but, um, but the reason I was calling up Was uh, regarding The Scott Brown situation uh-huh. you know, Listen um, as, uh, as I said Scott Brown Scott Brown's were captain He was leader and uh, you know he's been has uh, been an inspiration to the guys over the last sort of sort of uh, few seasons, especially since Brendan came in. But I, I just I just can't see where he's going to slot back into the side, you know, because I mean if you if you look like at if you look like at Callum McGregor's performance and his position, I was at, I was at, I was at the Leipzig game mate and they gave they gave Kieran Tierney man in the match, and don't get me wrong, it was outstanding, it was great, but for me for, by a by a mile Callum McGregor was man of the match that day. Oh. And if you do if you, if you do bring Scott back in And you take uh, If you put uh, Callum More forward who, do you, who, you, who are you going to leave out Are you going to leave it Rogic Are you going to leave it Christie? I mean They're all on fire I just Nothing against Brown I mean like I say He's like captain And I love him to death yeah. But I just Can't I just, I just kind of see where he's going To spot back in the team at the minute
2: Well uh, I agree uh, As I say Tom Rogic Is a, a real pest For Aberdeen Has been For The last two seasons uh, so they don't want him to play, but that's the first thing you do you get Rogic's name down the team sheet. McGregor, since Scott Brown went out of the side, has proved to be a revelation. Uh, Forest contender for Player of the Year, Christie, uh, came in against Hearts in the semi-final and has not looked back since. You know, you you go back to the uh, the goal that he scored against Hamilton last weekend. You know, he's just on fire. Uh, Sinclair, scorer of the goal last night, he's going to be full of confidence for Sunday. So, just the way Celtic are playing at the moment, you could have a situation whereby there's no room for the captain, great servant though he has been for 10 years, and there's no room for Olivier Njam, who cost Celtic £4.5 million. Pounds.
3: If you're asking me, Hugh, you, you know, will Scott Brown play on Sunday? I think he will. I think he, he is the leader of the men because it's going to be a tough game for them. I know Aberdeen are disappointing last week at Motherwell and everything oh. else but it's a cup final Sure. and they will be up for it and it'll be a tight game and when it's a tight game like that you're needing leadership on the park and for me, Scott mm. Brown will start the game.
1: Thank you to Alan and Shollins it's 0141 951 1025 to get involved. We're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers and Stephen Gerrard again after the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results For Scottish accident And injury victims For 40 years
1: It's Hugh Keevans And Derek Johnson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back On a big night in Europe For both Celtic and Rangers And look ahead To a big weekend For all the clubs involved Whether it be In the Premiership or in the League Cup final on Sunday, Anthony's on Twitter says that Celtic's was an outstanding performance, dominated start to finish. It was that easy. You thought it would have been a domestic match and not a vital Europa match. I am really pleased we didn't pick up any injuries before Sunday. That's actually something that Mark Wilson picked on it, picked up on Hugh during the game. Was that it? Didn't Celtic controlled it the way they tend to control yeah. so called run of the mill Premiership matches? Uh-huh. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean you have to factor in Rosenberg, uh, this cup final coming up this weekend Having said that, they didn't rotate their team the way that many thought they would No, but the the pointless going into the match against Celtic It's got to be psychologically at the back of your mind You're you're not playing at the same level of intensity But that's not to take away from Celtic As I say, playing abroad uh, in recent years has been Nightmarish for Celtic the, the, the results have been poor Performances poorer still uh, So To get a win of any description Against anybody
1: Away from home yeah. in Europe Is a good result for Celtic it, it sets them up perfectly For the weekend We're going to hear from Brendan Rogers And Stephen Gerrard Very soon indeed Let's check in with Paul in Cumbernauld First Paul hi
2: How you doing honey? How you doing you Fine thanks Paul uh, Nice holiday did you Oh <laughs> <laughs> These kids Costing me a fortune I'm in here to
8: work Alright, I'm here to uh, dig you up again you Because I left it for a couple of months Because I knew I was going to be proved right <laughs> And i am proved right in my opinion With the Celtic midfield field points to Whale now right uh-huh. Obviously Mitchell and Brown are struggling to get into the team uh-huh. I'm just wondering if you regret all the nonsense you were spouting about John McGinn How we would regret for many years to come Not uh, sign him
2: Nah, I still think Celtics have signed John McGinn and That you need as much quality about you as you can uh, So... Celtic themselves know that they slipped up in the case of John McGinn. What did they do?
8: Did they slip up? You? How did they slip up? They didn't get him Didn't what? We didn't want him at the end of the day. No, no, that's no. not true.
2: That's simply. Oh, that's true. No, 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 that's simply not true.
8: I'm telling you, it's true. Well, because why do you think the Celtic board never bought? Him? They, they slipped up. They fell asleep on the job
2: when oh, when no. Aston Villa, when Aston Villa did not have the money. Celtic could have had John McGinn then. And when Aston Villa were then taken over by people who had a sizable amount of money, they then paid the money and they took John McGinn. So Celtic Do you not know sel- sel- think John
8: McGinn was asking for way over that um, McGregor and Forrest were for getting it. I,
2: I have absolutely no idea what John McGinn was asking for in terms of wages. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of the
8: highest paid players that have been at Kid. Well, how do you know all of this? Because I, I, know, I, I know for a fact about John McGinn You don't know for a fact I, grand a week at Celtic Park
1: No, well, mm, no I, I think, know. Paul, I think no, you've stretched that one Yeah, you're making not, it That's up not to say that up. someone hasn't told you But I don't think it was that high, Paul But, but no, anyway I'm it, Paul, you,
8: it was <laughs> well right, over Paul, Paul on. You,
1: you're one of these guys that waits until the, the movie's
2: ended And then you come and tell me what's happening So when Celtic are doing really well with McGregor and Christie and Rogic uh, you know you you come on for your cheap shot but no, no, no,
4: be, but, but wrong, believe me
2: but believe me at the time there was a lot of disappointment that Celtic did not get John McGinn and as I say you need plenty of quality about you and I think the, the man who was disappointed about not getting John McGinn was uh, Brendan Rogers
8: can I just say see the Scotland game mm-hmm. he played two Scotland games uh, the carry on with the Celtic we were in the Aston Villa and I, I lost the the, time, the amount of times he gave the ball away. In fact, he gave two goals away. So now
2: you're telling us that John McGinn's not much of a player?
8: I don't think he's a great player. I've
2: never have done. No. Well that's fine because you know you you've got a mindset. It's an opinion,
3: yeah, it's you've got a mindset
2: that, yeah. when it comes to John McGinn. But I'm telling you, inside Celtic Park, there was disappointment that they did and not, not get him Not, not only time. that,
3: Hugh, John McGinn was absolutely gutted himself. Yeah, delighted where he is now. He's doing well. He's be the player. May well even be the player of the year down there. He's playing so well, scoring great goals. But he was gutted That Celtic never got
1: Anyway I feel like We've gone back in time A couple of months Paul what did you make Of the performance last night Let's only go back 12 hours or so 24 oh, hours actually, I should say my, my first
8: time Celtic Went away from home, couldn't, couldn't make it up ah, So you're
1: the jinx then You're not getting, you're not getting Invited back Doing near Christmas Or these no. Oh, now, now he is speaking your language You yeah, yeah, started yeah. off on a different page <laughs> Now you've been brought together By the grandkids but, uh, As I say
2: the, the, the record is there For all to see Gordon You go back To Martin O'Neill Neil Lennon Whoever you like Gordon Strachan Yeah group stages away Have been tough uh, Yeah the Celtic's record Away from home Very poor uh, And I would not detract From what they did last night In any way shape or form They went there they won They gave themselves The foothold In the last mm. 32 Job well done
4: It's a game that You know We love playing at Hamden The pitch So it's, it's a nice big pitch The level of our game We couldn't be into the game in a, in a in a better way I would say Over the course of Even the, the couple of years When we've gone into the, the, You know The first League Cup final I would say This is the best level Of performance Probably because We've been together A bit longer And, uh, and the players Have gained confidence Having won trophies So so, yeah, we go into it. We'll prepare for a tough game, of course, but our aim is to win. Yeah, but, but like I say, they're accustomed to it. You know, every game is a big game for, for Celtic. And, of course, this was a, a big game for us tonight. But we just recover well. And I think it's always important. We, we know we, we want to win every game we play. So it's my job always to, to to try and relax the mind and make sure that we're focusing on our performance, really. So, uh, so it'll be the same same idea for the weekend.
1: Um, we'll get right into the League Cup final a bit later on, oh. Hugh. We're going to hear from the Aberdeen camp as well, but it is a it's a quick turnaround. Celtic took the the unusual decision. A lot of the European teams tend to do this. Celtic Rangers don't often, but they stayed in Norway last night so yeah. as to get you know a, a bit more of a normal sleep pattern, loosen off there in the morning, and then come back today at a more civilized hour um, and try and help those preparations for Sunday.
2: It, it shows you Brendan Rodgers' desire. If he wins on Sunday It's his seventh consecutive trophy As Celtic manager And the preparation shows Brendan Rodgers' desire To do the job properly uh, To get the players a, a proper night's sleep uh, Loose training today Back home as you say A civilised hour uh, Ready to go to work I, I I give you page 147 Of Sir Alec Ferguson's book Complacency is a disease yeah. And the one thing that Brendan Rodgers will guard against on Sunday is complacency. A subconscious feeling that it's too easy for Celtic. Aberdeen have had a shocking result last weekend. Celtic are in terrific form. Everyone's on fire. But Brendan Rodgers wants to focus minds and the complacency, he will not have it anywhere. It, the, well, the
3: only bonus, I think, you know, for Aberdeen is they've, they've been well-rested. You know, they, they haven't been playing a lot of midweek games mm. The old firm have all done it, Celtic have been doing it You know, and that might come into it you, you may well have to make one or two changes Because, you know, the, there were a couple of little niggles there last night at Celtic And, you know, the, there may well be a wee bit of tiredness But Aberdeen can't complain about that I mean, Aberdeen will be fit, they'll be rearing mm. to go They'll be well up for it Whether they're good enough, we'll find out on Sunday
1: Is it actually page 147 or did yeah. you just throw that in for no, dramatic no, 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 effect? No.
3: Are you no thinking of darts?
1: No <laughs> Snicker! <laughs> if I remember this correctly
3: it, Well done it, You got them
2: mixed up <laughs> It's always at my bedside And if I remember right, correctly
1: okay. It's page 147 Someone of, can go and look that up And uh, tell him if he's wrong Billy's a Rangers fan Frontal Marnock Happy with the point last night, Billy?
6: Yep, aye uh, The way things went with are ascending off and things yeah, yeah, I was happy with
1: it uh-huh. Hugh, Hugh mentioned it earlier, Billy In terms of a sign of where Rangers are I mean Yes I, I accept Villarreal or not Perhaps the team they were And they're not performing Particularly well domestically But if we'd offered you Two two points If we'd offered you two points Against Villarreal In those two games At the start of June You would have bitten the hand off Wouldn't you?
7: Definitely
6: Definitely But What my point is Is When rega- you Suggested that Daniel Candace Stamped on the player mm. I think he as he watched it.
1: Yeah, you, I was
6: at the game and first as soon as I went home that was the first thing I done was looked at a recording and it's never a yellow card in its life. He actually fell off the guy. He yeah. did land on his leg.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if you well, could explain no that, that they it to Hugh, stamp or, on him. Because he yeah. does he certainly lands on the player, but that, that doesn't mean it's a stamp, yeah. does it? Well, you can stamp on somebody by accident. Right, okay. So, you don't he think he deliberately did? He got
6: him stamped down, shoot. He stamped on somebody deliberately.
1: As if he was trying to out the road
3: of it. He couldn't do much because the three players were all around him and he was on the ground.
6: Well, anyway, I go
1: back to Stephen Gerrard and. Yeah, his but friends. again, that's, you, you're, that's just you interpreting his words. Let's look a bit more at the incident itself because still pictures in these instances always worry me. We always do this, you know. <laughs> yes, there is a picture of Daniel Candace's studs right on the VRL player's leg, but and I'm not saying. That, that simply cannot possibly prove that it was a stamp A no. still picture can't prove that no.
2: And I'm not attempting to uh, suggest that it does prove anything I'm just saying I think Candias has a problem with his temperament uh, But to dwell on this incident is to detract from what Rangers did with 10 men And I repeat, a year ago If a 10-man Rangers side had played for half a game against Spanish opposition the chances are they were lost by three or four goals. Yeah. Uh, this is a measure...
6: Surely if the thought it was a stamp, he wouldn't give him a yellow card, they had been a straight red. Yeah. You don't get a yellow card for a stamp.
2: Well, again, you know, you're on on about this incident and in, in ignoring the, the game as a whole. I mean, the, the yeah, 10... It was a big moment in the game. Well, the, the, the 10 who there, played...
6: You might have won it with 11 men.
2: Well, we could argue that all night. You know, we'll never know. We'll never know... Uh, I am making the point that people are critical. The first Rangers supporter on tonight, Neil, was critical of Rangers' performance and he said there were many inside the stadium who were critical of the performance. But I think from a more positive perspective, to get a draw with 10 men uh, for as long as the Rangers had 10 men... I think you have to give credit where it's due.
3: I think also, Hugh, I don't think he's got to control his temperament. He's, he's the quietest player I've ever seen in my life. You know, he, he get a second yellow card for blown kisses. You know, I don't know what, the, what temperament that is. And last night, you know, you, you can argue whether he stamped him. I don't think he did. Morellus was the one that hit the player first and put him down. And you know He's tried to get out the road And, and he's landed on the ankle But I, mean, I don't think it's a temperament Thank you
1: He's just unfortunate He's in the wrong place At the wrong time Would Morelos have been booked Because he would have then Missed the next game as well Well he? So
3: more than likely Yeah I mean if, if, if the linesman if His assistant has seen it And said look This is what happened And, and uh, he's, he's thought That he's, he's stamped on him But he, what he hasn't done Is Morelos was the one That got there first out of the three
1: And brought the player down uh, Billy, what did you make of Alan McGregor's performance last night?
6: Absolutely top draw Top draw performance to Alan McGregor
2: Yeah, for me there are three three contenders for player of the year
1: Wow, right? this is the earliest we've ever gone <laughs> in on player of <laughs> well, the year not even you know, December
6: we're, we're cracking on
2: uh, but McGregor of Rangers McGregor of Celtic and Forrest of Celtic uh, and McGregor of Rangers as Derek said has been an inspired signing um, you know, when they came back Perhaps some people were in two minds about it Partially because he left at a time when Rangers were In serious trouble off the park But the points that he has saved Rangers The displays he has put up for club and country He is in the,
1: the form of his life He's invaluable at the moment Derek yeah,
3: Very much so and, and I think he is Scotland's number one goalkeeper I think he's he's, he's been absolutely outstanding There's nobody better I think in one-on-ones he te- he comes out at the right time. He doesn't leave himself open. The only time he's been caught out was when Golson slipped. Remember at Motherwell, the second game of the season, he was he was twelve yards out, and when he slipped, the player's gone through and chipped over his head. Is he a
1: better keeper now than the one that left. It's it's, a, because it's, of it's, the hard, experience. it's hard
3: to say because he did it for four or five years, six years. When, More experience now? Of course, he's experienced. I think as he's got older, he's he's getting better. That is for mm. sure.
2: I think well, also when things are fresher in the mind, you know, we're discussing Alan McGregor. Performances over recent weeks and months. Uh, You know, if you're trying to recall to mind his earlier performances Mm. as a Rangers player,
1: it's slightly more difficult. But uh, without doubt, I think he's in the form of his life. Thank you to Billy in Dilmarnock. Keep the calls coming after I tell you about this.
0: With Sterling Mills Outlets, Big Brand Outlets, Adidas. Outlets and Gap
1: Yes on Monday's Bow at Breakfast we've got a brand new game for you that could win you thousands of pounds right before Christmas it's called Clyde One's Five Golden Rings Oh, Hugh yeah. Keevans very imaginative. the Olympic game uh, every weekday 9am and 5pm 5 5 are the times you're looking for we could be calling you And if you answer within The five golden rings See what we did there Then you've got the chance To win uh, A mystery box For us to open Now it could be A massive jackpot prize Thousands of pounds Or It could be Hugh Keevan's Old Christmas socks That's the chance you take (laughs) Now Monday's jackpot Starts at £2,000 So for your chance to win Text yes To 61025 That's yes To 61025 uh, And that's to enter Clyde1's Five gold rings First prize round The text costs 150 Plus your standard Network rate You must be over 18 The full team and season season, online entry are at Clyde1.com that's Clyde1's five gold rings with Sterling Mills Outlet on Mondays Bowie at breakfast at 9am
0: Clyde1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors get the result you deserve Talk to thompsons.com.
1: Hugh Evans is here Derek Johnson is here as well now what we need is for you to join us give us a call or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB and we'll either look back on last night or look ahead to a big weekend of Scottish football as well 0141 is the number you need Martin is a Rangers fan from Boness. hi Martin hi guys good evening hello hi Martin uh, the point is, is
9: just picking
1: up on what a few people have said tonight
9: about our Brazilian Rangers, what a great performance! manager come away with a draw. No, I don't take that. I'm a very happy Rangers fan, but I don't buy into the whole what a team performance it is. Um, McGregor is the only one, for me personally, that got pass marks last night. I'm at a bit of slack passing, first touches that were woeful. Uh, I could pick most players up apart from McGregor and say what an incident they had in terms of slack pass or first touches. I don't agree that. Rangers had a great performance. I think we were poor and, and sometimes embarrassing. McGregor, for me, was the one that saved us. If I went for McGregor, we could have went 2 or 3-0 down. Um, so I don't agree with Rangers being brilliant last night in terms of resilience. Uh, McGregor was the only one that got past marks for me last night.
3: It, it was a battling performance rather than a great footballing performance. That's all you I mean. When you're down to 10 men and you're playing against a good side, you know, to get a draw was a fantastic result. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, was a fantastic result but I'm not saying they played great football. No, well nobody's saying that I'm not saying it was, it was a battling performance and he was delighted the way that the 10 players you know were friends of Candice because they all went out and ran their socks off and worked very very hard to get a draw I'm
2: finding it hard Martin to to understand the negativity for this reason yeah maybe it wasn't a great performance however It was job done in terms of getting the point that Rangers required and giving themselves the opportunity to go to Austria with the last 32 in their own hands if they can beat Rapid Vienna. It's also the weekend where Rangers, I think, will go top of the table by beating Hearts, while Celtic are distracted by a cup final. Uh, And so, you are getting tangible signs of Stephen Gerrard having made a significant difference the, the, the true tangible sign of improvement will be if Rangers can win a trophy however surely you have to be pleased with the general progress of the season and understand that on some nights or days players are only human and will fall below their normal standard I'm not
9: disagreeing I'm, a, I'm overly happy with Rangers um, this season I'm not saying I'm trying. Not, I'm not trying not to be negative. As I can. All I'm saying is, on some occasions, yes, players are humans. They've all made mistakes. But what I'm saying is, apart from Alan McGregor, every single player, I would think, on the park, made a few mistakes each. Never mind Kualbe, uh, Flanagan. I mean, even the substitutes. I mean, I'm not. I'm trying not to be negative. As I can. I love Rangers, and I'm think they're doing great. But late substitutions. I would have had a jarrier off Cuab uh, Kual- off a long time ago, and I would have had a jarrier on. And um, Flanagan didn't. He's probably one of the worst ones in the park for me, personally. Um, I just, there were some changes that I would have made a bit quicker than what they did. As soon as Barfrey came on, I, hanged, I think his first touch to the ball, he had a left foot strike. that was great. I mean, that impact we were looking for, but he just left it too late. I, I'm not trying to criticise, I'm trying not to be too negative. I'm just saying every player apart from McGregor, for me, didn't even get a five or just score them out of ten.
3: But do you know, you know what the bottom line is, Martin? The bottom line is, is Rangers got a point out the game. And that's why that's that's why the majority of Rangers fans stayed right to the end. Normally, 10-15 minutes to go, you can see them all leaving. Nobody left last night because they had that feeling that Rangers were going to get a great result. Yes, all the players, a lot of players didn't play well, but what they did, what they made up for not playing well and making mistakes, was covering the ground, was going and marking, was throwing themselves at the ball, defending very well. You know, and, and that's that's what it was all about last night And that's why the manager was delighted And that's why the, the, the 49,000 Rangers fans That were left at the final whistle Cheered the team Because they were absolutely delighted With that performance The battling performance
1: Who else did get past marks then Derek Apart from Alan McGregor I
3: thought Ryan Jack did well First half especially I, th- I thought he did really well Middleton I felt sorry for Because any time he got the ball As, as suggested earlier no, the full-back never, never gave him a second Obviously they've done their homework They know what he's like You give him room Let him run at you And you're going to suffer So they closed Rangers down very quickly So it was hard For any one of them Really to, to play well And at times when they were coming forward Rangers had no outlet When they got the ball They were hitting it up the park And it wasn't going to anybody It was going straight back To Villarreal Real. But the bottom line is, after 94 minutes, you know, they've got that 0-0 and that vital point that keeps them in the cup.
2: Maybe it's another measure of uh, how far Rangers have come under Steven Gerrard that fans are actually picking faults in the performance, uh, individually and collectively, Uh, where, you know, a year ago, they'd have been watching Rangers against Villarreal through the cracks of their fingers because... You have a fair idea what would have happened if Rangers had played Villarreal 12 months ago uh, So perhaps Stephen Gerrard has taken Rangers to a stage where uh, Expectations are now at Through such left. a high level uh, That a draw against Villarreal with 10 men for half a game
1: uh, Is still being seen as an excuse to pick holes mm-hmm. in the team's performance uh, Gary's on Twitter He says Rangers fans angry at last night Need a real reality check Many predicted They wouldn't even get a point In the group They have a chance To get out of a tough group After the progress debacle Last year A bit of perspective uh, One thing's for sure What a night that is going to be When that final match day Rolls around And yeah. we've got a scenario Where both Celtic and Rangers play They both might go through One of them might go through They both might go out It's, oh. it's all there What a dramatic night It's going to be Oh sensational uh, And again For the profile of our game
2: to have both clubs in the last 32 of the Europa League would be terrific. Uh, you know, I watched the TV highlights programme last night and it started with Celtic and Rangers. And that's because of the rodgers yeah. Gerard factor. Uh, So, you know, they are upping the profile of the Scottish game And it would be very good for Mm. us I know Celtic supporters don't want to see Rangers in the last 32 Rangers supporters don't want to see Celtic in the last 32 We'll have to live with that That's just rivalry, that's tribalism Mm. But for the good of the game It would be terrific to see both of them there You know
3: the interesting thing, you with the Rangers You've got Villarreal, Austria-Vienna and Spartak any two from that four can go through. Yeah. Any yeah.
1: two, depending on how the results go. Michael's and Rob Royston. Hi, Michael.
10: Hi,
1: guys. Thanks
11: very much for taking my call. Not
1: a problem. What's your point? Um, I, to would
11: me? Just, I would just like to pick up on uh, what you said to a caller earlier on regarding John McGinn. Um, I, I know for a fact that John McGinn uh, was offered the same terms that he was on. At, he's now on Aston Villa, and he turned it down. Um, and uh, I know that's coming from Celtic Park and from what was reported by Brendan Rodgers at the time as well. Um, and I know Brendan Rodgers is very disappointed not to get John McGinn. But uh, personally, I think it's—I uh, uh, don't think we would get into the Celtic side as it is just now because they are all on fire. Um, and um, another point uh, that you've, I would like to stick up for you on was the second booking for Can days last night. Uh, the Lightning could have taken that as a, a stamp But not intentional But still merit a booking And that's why he got the second yellow I'm just um, uh, Just to go it back to not your not intentional But it's still reckless Just to go Maybe back to your That's why it was a second yellow Go
2: back to your first point Mike, doubt, John McGinn. I'm, I'm just fascinated by people who know For a fact What John McGinn was going to get You know I mean, Obviously you would never name your sources But uh, And I'm not asking you to I'm just intrigued that people seem to know For a fact About John McGinn and his wages And his discussions For me the only people who would know that information Would be Peter Lawwell um, Brendan Rogers John McGinn And John McGinn's representative So I don't see any of
1: those Four people Divulging figures One thing that we we, Because we don't have long We've got about 30 seconds left of this segment Hugh Clearly where this is all coming from Is all of a sudden Celtic are Overrun With midfielders Who are all performing Very well indeed And yeah. this is why We've got this discussion about Whether Brown plays Or Cham And we know that Rogic Comes back into the team Last night You've got Christie In the form of his life And McGregor and so on Yeah When John McGinn's transfer To
2: Celtic Fell through And he signed for Aston Villa It was at that point That Brendan Rogers Went public On his disappointment At the way The transfer window uh, had panned out for Celtic. And, uh, you know, there were suggestions that Dermot Desmond, the principal shareholder, had told Brendan Rogers and Peter Lawwell, uh, don't let this happen again. And that's why there are promises that have been made about the January transfer window and Celtic's activity there. So at the time, it was a source of disappointment. And I still think we didn't know at that particular time how... Christie and McGregor and Rogic were all going to come to the fore, and it was going to be Mm. great for Celtic. But at the time, not getting John McGinn was a disappointment to Brendan Rogers.
0: Beat the pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday
1: time for Beat the Pundit And remember as we've been doing all week Just for getting on You win yourself a pair of tickets To a Legends of Scottish football event With Danny McGrain, Davy Hay And Frank McIvenny At the Concert Hall On the 7th of January That'll be a great night If you want to go along Or you can give the tickets to someone For Christmas So 01419511025 That's the number you need And you need it now Because you only have until the news At 7 o'clock If you want to take on Hugh Evans Or Derek Johnson At Beat the Pundit
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to thompsons.com
1: Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard We've been looking back on last night Let's look ahead to the weekend as well Some unbelievable fixtures in the league this weekend And of course the small matter of a League Cup final Celtic taking on Aberdeen at Hamden 0141 951 1025 is the number you need Aberdeen fans we've not heard much from you this week so now is the chance to come on here and put your case forward 0141 951 1025 Beat the Pundit With goals
0: in the Scottish Sun the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
1: Yes, it is time for Beat the Pundit. Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are both standing by. One of them is taking on Derek from East Kilbride this evening. How are you Derek? I'm fine. Good stuff And remember Just for getting on Derek You've won a pair of tickets To that Legends of Scottish football event With Danny McGrain, Davy Hay And Frank McIvenny Is that going to be one for you Or one that's getting stuck no, In someone's no. stocking Over we, Christmas
12: They're getting get passed On to
1: somebody else I'm good I'm sure they'll go to I'm sure they'll go to a grateful home don't And don't worry We're going to have a similar Rangers event Coming up in the coming weeks Right let's see who you're going to be up against Heads It is Mr Keevans Tails it's Mr Johnson And it is Tails DJ get those headphones on please And I'll give you some Clyde 2 so that you don't know what Derek is saying, Derek, we've got thirty seconds on the clock. You're going head to head with DJ. The secret, as always, is you can pass. Are you ready to go? Yep. Your time starts now. Who scored Celtic's only goal in the win against Rosenborg last night? Scott, Scott Sinclair. What monument appears on Stirling Albion's badge? Uh,
7: Stirling
1: Castle. Who did Dundee United face tonight? Air United. Who did Aberdeen face in the eighty-three Cup Winners' Cup final? How many points Do Rangers have In their Europa League group Six Who was relegated To the Lowland League From Scottish League 2 In 2016 East London Celtic's Calvin Miller Is currently on loan To which Scottish team You've got time To answer it quickly Falkirk. Okay. DJ are you with us Yes I am Right same set of questions To you shall we Why not (sighs) Who scored Celtic's only goal In the win against Singla. Rosenborg last night What monument appears on Stirling Albion's badge Castle Who did Dundee United face tonight Allowa Who did Aberdeen take on In the 83 Cup Winners Real Cup final How many points do Rangers have In their Europa League group Five Who was relegated to the Lowland League From Scottish League 2 in 2016 Don't know
3: That's
1: Celtic's Calvin Miller Is currently on loan to which Scottish team Livy and what year did Tommy Wright become manager of St Johnson?
3: 2010.
1: Okay. What do you think, Derek? <laughs> Fancy your yeah, chance? I, I think I, I think beat him. I'm actually named after Derek Johnson. Oh, there
3: you yeah. go. At least one Derek Johnson's going to win. That <laughs> exactly. I like that. I
1: like that. Uh, right, let's see how it went then. Who scored Celtic's only goal that was Scott Sinclair? An easy one to kick us off. One uh, all. The clue was sort of in the question in this one. What monument? Appears oh, on Stirling Albion's wrong. badge. It might, might be the Wallace. It was monument. the Wallace yeah, one? Yeah, Funnily yeah. enough. Worst so worst. it's one all. Both of you said the castle. Who did the United face tonight, Derek? I think you know this. Here United. I think you just blurted the out the wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe that I got that <laughs> uh, wrong. Well, the, the other Derek. Derek on the line. In fact, we, this is two nights in a row. I'm sure last night's contestant was Gordon, who played against Gordon. Oh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, Derek got that one right. Two one uh, to Derek from East Kilbride Bride. Who did Aberdeen face In the 83 Cup Winners Cup final It was Real Madrid You both got it So 3-2 To the contestant It then went 4-2 Because Rangers have 6 points points. And not (laughs) 5 And I'll tell you what This is the biggest Doing we've had For a pundit in a long time Because East Stirlingshire uh, Were relegated into The Lowland League In 2016 So it's 5-2 at the moment Calvin Miller is on loan Dundee Dundee None of you got that one And even if you'd got this right DJ It would have been a consolation Tommy Wright became the manager of St. Johnson In 2013 Five to Derek Thryskill Bride And only two to Derek Johnson Well done Derek Well done son Cheers DJ Good man man. The sign ball is on its way And those tickets as well You never know You might have a change of heart And you'll go along (laughs) On Monday the 7th of January I don't think so (laughs) I can't see it somehow Legends of Scottish football event Danny McGrain, David Hay and Frank McAvenny At the concert hall On the 7th of January We've been giving the tickets away all week If you weren't fortunate enough Make sure you you snap up a pair And maybe an ideal Christmas gift And we will have A similar Rangers prize Very soon Indeed Yeah, Good night though for those going along Macca will have one or two stories that will Curl your hair (laughs) Yeah I think we'll leave that one there (laughs) It's only ten past seven I think we probably should And of course you were out and about today Hugh Keevans I mean I was with you but you were out and about uh, As we got our own Gritter Yes Named after as Derek Johnson Super
3: Snowboard Well, yeah. So
1: there's one for you If you're out and about in the bad weather Keep an eye out for Super Snowboard If Hugh Keevans is driving it We've got a no, real problem they, they, Phone in Because he's the not police. got a licence exactly. they, they, they let me sit In the driver's seat no. But the man said to me Don't touch anything <laughs> <laughs> He turned to me honestly Like a four year old He turned to me and said Where's the horn? He was desperate to press the horn Well seen he's never driven a car yeah, In yeah. his life Okay 01419511025 Aberdeen fans It's time to hear from you And Celtic fans as well Ahead of that cup final But so much build up this week Towards the European games We've not heard much from north of the country So yes. let's hear you Aberdeen fans 01419511025 Let's hear from your goalkeeper Joel Lewis uh, First and foremost uh, He wants to end Celtic's Treble Treble dreams And stop some of the criticism That's being directed at Aberdeen The sides do meet on Sunday Lewis believes it is time For the Dons to lift some silverware
13: The expectancy at Aberdeen Is that you, that you win games You perform well um, You win trophies That That is part of being At a big club like Aberdeen so um, that that comes with the, with the territory. Um, we fully expect that. Um, I stay away from the the news and the newspapers when we've lost games. Or <laughs> well, if I played badly, I only, I only read it when I played well. So um, no, you just have to, like I say, it's part and parcel of being a professional footballer, and you need to be um, strong enough to to cope with that and. And everyone in that change room is is strong enough to cope with any criticism they get. We'll have a game plan, when we go there, um, and uh, we'll you know it's down to the lads, who, who, the, the eleven that gets selected to to go and execute that as best they can. Um, <clears throat> uh, we'll talk more in depth about that. How, how we do that? How we're gonna gonna nullify their threats and, and expose their weaknesses um, as best we can. Mine and the team's desire to win a trophy. Is, is massive You know A few the lads Still in the squad Who, who, uh, who won it last time um, But there's, a, there's a, a A large part Of the of dressing room who Hasn't Hasn't tasted that and, and me Having been
1: here Two and a half years Coming up um, You know I'm desperate for that Sort of success I know the way you operate Hugh Keevans yes. There's just no there's, You're not giving Aberdeen a chance On no. Sunday You know Joe Lewis there Spoke of Expectancy Expectancy
2: is a Two way street Of course Aberdeen have uh, A proud tradition That they want to uphold And uh, You know This League Cup Now known as The Betfred Cup uh, You know Is a trophy That they have won In recent years And they want to do so again But Put yourself in the shoes Of a Celtic player In terms of expectancy Their fans are desperate For a treble treble And that can only be achieved If you start off By beating Aberdeen In the cup final Uh, So you know there's expectancy on both sides, and then some for me. I just think Celtic would need to have an off day for Aberdeen to win this and I do have to own up to the existence of off days Rangers are an off night according to their fans last night, but still get a job done an off day could be fatal if Celtic had one against Aberdeen. you believe. know what?
3: You have seen two different Aberdeen sides this season. We saw the one that went down to Kilmarnock just a few weeks ago and beat them 2-1 mm. after being a goal down. Yeah. You know, looked apart, everybody playing well. And then you see them against Motherwell. I think against Rangers... I thought they were absolutely atrocious. They had yeah. nothing up front. But that's Rangers' fault that they didn't win that. They'll still be kicking themselves. But Aberdeen won it. They're through to a final. They'll hmm. battle away wee bit. For me, I agree with you, There is only one win. There's more chance of you driving that gritter than there is Aberdeen winning that gritter. Right, come
1: on. Brian's on the line. Brian's an Aberdeen fan. Defend your team, Brian. These two are writing them off. Uh, but
14: uh, you, you know yourself, it's you. Nobody listens to Hugh he, he
15: was doing He was doing in Brighton Getting some practice in For me coming up To suck the face off him on Sunday Because he knows That oh, Matthew Was going to do that right I
1: forgot about that I genuinely uh, did I would have avoided this call no, I'm only kidding I would, have, I would have actively Put it on at 2 minutes past 6 um, Brian are you still as confident I don't really want to know Any more details About the kiss on Hugh Keevans Are you still as confident Of winning that game Not really not oh. <laughs> But at least he's honest. anything dad.
14: can happen. You're uh, right. You're right. Uh, exactly. They could. They could still have An absolute off day in Sunday. I, 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 if Aberdeen are going to win it, it's going to be the way they won it against Rangers, yeah. where they literally squeak it with a, a, a lucky goal. Or you know,
2: having said that, you know yeah. Aberdeen haven't lost a goal in this competition this season. You know, so fair play to them. Uh, they do like a good mugging. They, they mugged. Steven Gerrard and his first day as Rangers manager, when they got a belated equaliser at Petadre. they mugged Hibbs, who had uh, in the Britford Cup had played them off the park, but they got it to penalties, and Aberdeen then won on penalties. They mugged Rangers at Hampden in the semi-final by Brian's own admission. You know they played poorly, and then up popped Lewis Ferguson uh, with a terrific goal. So you know that's something that Celtic would have to be. Aware of That Aberdeen can often look Completely out of it As at Kilmarnock The game that Derek was talking about They were very poor uh, Up until they got the equaliser And then mugged Kilmarnock With a late winner So Celtic have to be Conscious of that But I, I
1: do think That Celtic would have to play Very poorly For Aberdeen to win Brian what impact do you think Last week's game at Motherwell has Does it damage the confidence Of the Aberdeen players Or does it give them a kick up the backside
14: I don't know so much because when I mean, you look at Aberdeen over the course of the season they've they've had a few games where they've kind of played really bad and they've lost a few as well and they've managed to still somehow keep themselves in the cup and sort of in the league contention although um, that that seems to be dropping off again um, I, I just think they'll sit in for pretty much the whole game they'll park the bus if you like and try and catch Celtic on the break try and weld them mm-hmm. down
1: I mean the thing is um, Hugh the, the the record Aberdeen had Just gone into that Motherwell game That's what will, will Really annoy uh, Derek McInnes Because they were on Absolutely brilliant form They had won uh-huh. four in a row Which is, is good But that included a win Against Rangers Aberdeen and Hibs yeah. uh, Rangers Comarnock and Hibs I should say uh-huh. I was taken aback When I heard the result
2: Last Saturday uh, And I mean no disrespect To Motherwell But that's a
1: a, a Pretty big margin Of victory uh, I know you're not Very good with technology Do you, Did you have to wait For the Sunday newspapers To no, find no, out no, that no, result no, Having no. been in Brighton
2: or? They, they, they have a, a wireless In Brighton as well Right okay good so I The old crowd round Is one wireless Mrs Dale's diary Had just finished <laughs> And then on came the results <laughs> I'm just laughing I have no idea what that is I thought would laugh anyway But uh, You know as I say Brendan Rodgers won't let Celtic Suffer from complacency However Sometimes Human nature just takes over And you have a bad day Celtic would need to have a bad day And he, if Brian's right Even then
3: that still wouldn't guarantee Aberdeen winning it. No. you Because but even on a bad day you can still win it If
14: Brian's right And hey, Aberdeen hey, what city, Mike, it, uh, guarantee it though, I'll tell you right now I've got a cold sore So if Brendan Rodgers is listening And he wants Shug to get a cold sword on Sunday Get your team to throw the yeah,
11: game Brian's fascination with like, kissing he, you Is really uh, going It's, it's, it's getting going,
1: worrying now It's going yeah. through the roof yeah. Listen That's that, That's each to the but own.
2: i i go back to the treble treble <laughs> uh, celtic supporters are desperate for this treble treble uh, it it dies if aberdeen mm. win the cup on sunday so that is the pressure on the shoulders of the celtic players uh, but for me looking at it logically even i even i couldn't tip aberdeen under these circumstances <laughs> celtic celtic are playing exceptionally well and have players Who are In terrific form mm. I repeat They would need to have A real
1: bad day To lose this cup final Scotty's got a question for you He says Do the guys agree About Scott Bain Playing in the final I think Celtic should start With the same 11 As last night Now the big issue Has been uh, You know Scott Brown yeah. Perhaps Olivier and Cham Guys like that But yeah That's one from earlier in the week Scott Bain will play Yeah Do you agree with that? I No I don't um, And I think that any manager
2: in any competition at all times is the obliged to play strongest yeah, team. Absolutely. And Celtic's strongest option in goal is Craig Gordon. So no, I've I, 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 I I've heard Mark Wilson and everyone else go on about goalkeepers have to be guaranteed so much game time otherwise they won't join. I don't really accept that. No. Scott, Scott Bain would have walked from Edinburgh to sign for Celtic. Uh, and I do think that in principle In a
1: cup final You have to play Your strongest side And Celtic's best goalkeeper Is Craig Gordon I don't necessarily disagree But I will just for the fun of it What mm. about the fact That Scott Bain Has got them there Does he not at least Deserve the chance To follow it through Well do we assume That Scott Bain And I'm this This
2: sounds as if I, You know You're criticising Scott Bain I am not I, I think he showed Tremendous bravery To play uh, Against Rangers In his debut for Celtic When uh, injury prevented Others from playing Uh, So it's nothing against Scott Bain I just think that you cannot say That Scott Bain got them there The team got them
1: there And I I think Well exactly He's part of that team He clearly helped And therefore deserves to stay there No, But there appears to be This
2: concept of The cup goalie I don't think there should be such a thing as The cup goalie I think you should play Your strongest Mm eleven As you perceive it to be And if Brendan Rodgers was asked What is your strongest 11? The
1: first word they would say is Gordon How do you prepare Scott Bain for the day When Craig Gordon either leaves Or is unable to play If you're unwilling to give him a shot in big games?
2: Well because Scott Bain's a professional And Scott Bain will be prepared himself For a day when Craig Gordon is not there Uh, He will automatically take on the mantle And try to prove that he is uh, worthy Of the number one spot I am only talking about the principle okay.
3: The principle it's a, it's, of a cup goalie It's the same thing Hugh As I said at the top of the programme I think Scott Brown will play I think he will bring back his skipper Who does he drop then from that? I think field? Ryan Christie unfortunately Oh really?
1: I think he's and again been, I don't disagree I just I think, think he would be I think he's been great be Bigelow, don't, get me wrong. It,
3: yeah. I, don't get me wrong But I think if he brings the captain back I think Then Ryan Christie's got to say Well what have I got to do in a, To get mm. in a cup final I've played well You know it's yeah. like, It might not happen no, might no, play, no, but We Lussle, don't know But it, that's just my opinion
2: It is the Celtic supporters Great advantage That I don't pick their team However (laughs) Can you hear that rejoicing All across the land However uh, It's purely my um, Observation on things That I don't think You could possibly leave out Ryan Christie at the moment And I don't think You should have such a thing As a cup goalie
0: Cash for Kids Mission Christmas In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington Caring about children In Glasgow and the West
1: now, we don't agree on much on this show But I think what we can agree on is that Christmas should be a time For bringing together all the family and friends And having a really good experience Unfortunately for thousands of children across Glasgow in the West Nothing special about it at all Just another day We want to change that and you can help With your donations this year alone We've managed to fund over 950 sports sessions To keep children healthy and active And we do want to make Christmas Day a bit different for these kids as well Let's hear from Naz who works at Kristen Community Crookston, easy for me to say community group that's a, a food share organisation which combats food poverty in Glasgow in the West and she's been telling us how great the need is in 2018
10: The children actually drew a poster saying thank you for giving us food and helping mummy so we can eat For a three year old child to actually write that to say thank you for her basic need of just food, it shouldn't be happening but unfortunately it is
1: That's the harsh reality of it And if you want to help You can text the word Clyde to 70808 And that will donate £5 That's Clyde to 70808 uh, To support Clyde One's cash for kids With wholesale domestic bathrooms Hillington I've got the full time teaser next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. A team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Time for Hugh Kevens and Derek Johnson to tackle tonight's full-time teaser. We always get the question up and running about this time in the show, and we give the guys until the end of the show to come up with the answers. The catch is you send the questions to us. So if you've got a good one, fire it over to fulltime at ClydeOne.com. That's fulltime at ClydeOne.com. That's exactly what Russell in New Milnes, did just today actually? Mm-hmm. Name the last twelve goal scorers in the League Cup final. Quite simple. Name the last twelve goal scorers in the Scottish League Cup final. I'll give you a clue. It goes Where from it. It goes from twenty twelve up to to twenty seventeen. Rogich. Yes. McGregor. Nope.
2: Forrest. Yes.
3: Right, tough Is that winners or is that just No, no, just name played, Just
1: it? name the last 12 goal scorers In the League Cup final So it goes back to 2012 I didn't need to tell you that bit But I thought right. it would make it a bit easier Adam Rooney mm, Nope So let's go, th- let's go through it So you've already said Rogic, Forrest Right, so Forrest scored in last year's League Cup final against Motherwell Who else scored for Celtic that day? Um, would it be Dembele? Yes And did anyone score for Motherwell that day? No No, exactly So you've got Musa Dembele And James Forrest are from last season From the season before You've got Tom Rogic And also James Forrest actually From the season before Stuart Armstrong No Mm. I mean there are some Really tough ones in here You've got a couple of the easy ones so far You're only looking for Since that's three Celtic players you've named so far You're only looking for One more Celtic player Celtic won 3-0 against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Forrest scored.
1: Rogic, did Forest get two?
3: Dembele. Aye. Did Aye, he?
2: Okay.
1: No. Yeah. No. Dembele got one. Forrest got one. one. Rogic got one. So you've got What's you've got thing? all three. Uh, uh. All right, you're looking for one more Celtic player and then a good few others as well. We're looking overall, if you want to join in on Twitter, we're looking for the last twelve goal scorers in the League Cup final. And this goes back to 2012 it's Okay, Griffith surely No, actually yeah. It's not him Nope Alright, let's speak to John in Coatbridge Who's a Celtic fan Hi John Hi guys, how you doing? Good Not bad John, what's on your mind?
14: Eh uh, Before I go Sue, please don't uh, I'm, I'm I'm really disappointed that you've tipped us to win on Sunday <laughs> cause It's going to go pear shaped unfortunately And it will be but more that. I, I, I gave you the, the prediction that hearts would, like with hammer hearts And you Tip hearts to give us a good game last time. But anyway, my point is, uh, last night, I I was.
2: Oops. I did not do that. I saw you push a button the the other other day. Nothing nothing to do
14: with me. he's back. John, on you go. Aye. As I say, as Big Derek alluded to earlier on, I think it was Tab earlier that stood on the guy right. But my point, really being, Derek, is that is one of the worst Spanish teams I've ever seen playing a Scottish team. They were absolutely they were hopeless well, I mean Rangers were actually Missed a trick last night I think they not get a result Against them cause I think they were Absolutely
3: hopeless nah, I, I would disagree with that John I thought they were a good side Last night They were far better than the When they played at home A few weeks ago I, th- I thought Villarreal Were a very good side Last night I mean
1: I don't know Hugh they, They're clearly not As good as they once were They're 16th in the in La Liga That that doesn't lie But at the same time They still would be expected To beat Rangers And that that's yeah. all that matters <laughs> Isn't if, it not?
2: You know John, I don't wish to sound insulting, but that's just a cheap shot for nothing. I mean, the the, the Rangers have gone to Spain and got a draw. The Villarreal have come here, played 10 men for half a game, ended up a draw. So the job was done. Rangers' fate is in their own hands in Austria, as Celtic's fate is in their own hands in Glasgow when we get to the last game. There is nothing to be gained from any of this. And to go back to your original point... It's a wonderful concept that if Celtic failed
1: to win the cup final it's my I fault I agree I agree wholeheartedly with John It's just I'm easier to blame you, it's I'm easier. blaming you Much easier to blame you Not the fault of like Edward Come back in there guys Yeah on you go John Aye
14: See, see Big Derek I think you're trying to be a bit mischievous here there There's no way Scott Brown will be playing that game on Sunday well we'll
3: see unless it's an opinion that's why we're on this programme I'm not saying
14: what we I think Brendan Rodgers it's been sure I usually have a wee confab here about Scott Brown I love Scott Brown as 100% of the fans do they, sure. but we play better football when he's not there and it gets, it, it gets ball quicker and I don't think Brown as I say when we play Rangers in the 29 I want Brown to be there for the battle been- but up to the, up to then I think the, the wee man will be rested for that and see, see last night as well Celtic get slagged for bad results Away from home in Europe I don't think we get the credit We deserve last night I know they're not the best team Rosenberg they done a job on them I mean that's all they had to do
2: Well who, who didn't give you credit? I've read all the papers today You know Who did
1: not give you credit? You've also interested me John Explain this one By Derek predicting that Scott Brown plays How on earth is he being mischievous?
14: No I just think <laughs> And sort of put it out as uh, Brian Christie Bill Wolves, that's who Derek said he's going to drop right? Brian Christie can't be dropped. We're not showing me today today. Uh me James De Forest needs to be dropped. He hasn't scored in two games, so we need to get rid of him now, you not know what I mean. <laughs> he needs to be dropped so he does. No, there's no way there's no way by the way, uh before well, well, right the listen. Sunday. I hope that actually comes on when we're four knot up well, minutes ago. Well, listen, but
3: we're but talk, we're talking about a I mean, cup I mean, final and the the one thing you'll get from Aberdeen on Sunday is battling. And Celtic are going to have to be up for it And that's why I think Scott Brown will be back To organise that midfield That's my opinion Maybe I'm totally wrong We'll soon
2: find out It's, it's the most uh, ludicrous argument I have ever heard Derek is being mischievous To
1: suggest that Celtic might play their captain in a cup final It's 01419511025 on the phones On Twitter it's at SSB. Anyone playing along with the teaser? Let me just double check And see There's always great knowledge on the teaser I must admit um, Token jester yeah, as always
3: 2012,
1: yeah. Is Stephen Thompson on the list? Nine Token Jesters Nailed nine of them already oh. Uh Right, okay Stephen yeah, Thompson do you know, Stephen Thompson is on the list here yes. Well done to you um, Do you know, it was a wonderful cup final Five goals in it and I'm struggling to remember
2: who scored after Stephen yeah. Thompson St Mirren, three hearts, too. i I'll give you a clue uh,
1: The same guy got both hearts goals Okay, I'll give you some more thinking time We're going to uh, look ahead to that game Coming up at Tynecastle On Sunday as well Let's look at some of Saturday's fixtures And hear a bit from Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson Uh, He insists he's got no issue With the referee Craig Thompson Motherwell boss is of course Facing an SFA disciplinary charge Now Craig Thompson has sent off six Motherwell players in the last year and a bit. Carol McHugh, the latest at Ibrox. That's the reason, of course, Stephen Robinson's in hot water. He's been speaking to our senior sports reporter, Alison Conroy, about that and a mounting injury list as well.
15: I think it's just a pure coincidence. I really do. I have no problem with Craig in any shape or form. Um, it, you know, it's a difficult, difficult job. We've said it hundreds of times. Um, and I just think it's a pure coincidence. It's uh, There's no... Malice, there's no motive, there's nothing, there's nothing with people people like to make stories up. I don't believe that in any shape or form of being unfortunate with some of the decisions, but it's certainly not a, a personal thing against Mullerwell. That I'm very, very sure of.
8: You're not having much luck at the moment with injuries with Chris Cadden out now as well.
15: Yeah, we don't get normal injuries, you know, we don't get any kind of muscle injuries touch wood. Um Chris Cadden with a Patella 10 injury when no one was near him. Very similar to Craig Tanner's, not quite as serious but obviously a similar injury. Trevor Carson with um, a blood clot, which is very, very rare, obviously as well. Charles' dome injury, that was extremely rare. Um, you know, so we've we've had a, a few problems, but you deal with it and you move on. You know, we've won three out of four games. We put the anomaly of the Rangers result behind us, and you know, we look to build on that. It.
8: It's a tricky trip this weekend to Livingston. They don't really like losing at home, do they?
15: No, it's a it's a tough place to go to. Tough surface to play on. Um, but again we'll we'll go and we'll be positive we've beat them there already this season and we'll go we're we're in decent run of form and you know we go with a lot of confidence
8: how do you deal with the pitch when so much is is made of the fact that it's not a great surface
15: um I don't, I think you just try and not put too many excuses into it. Player, footballers don't need too many excuses. You know, it'll never be their fault. They'll they'll try and find something. So I don't give them that excuse. You know, we've trained in AstroTurf all week. We've trained indoors when the weather was poor in AstroTurf. So now it'll be, you know, it's 11v11. You know, so who deals with it? You've got to deal with these situations. Obviously we'd all prefer if they weren't in the league, but they are. So you just have to get on with it.
1: Fascinating fixture, that one At the Tony Macaroni Arena, Hugh There was a time when Motherwell and Livingston Not so long ago Were miles apart in the league They've been brought closer and closer together Due to contrasting form Um, And yeah, they meet there At a place where Motherwell Have actually won in the League Cup this season
2: Yeah, Uh, To go back to um, Stephen's point about injuries I can never recall a season When, I mean, Trevor Carson Deep vein thrombosis, Mm -hmm. for heaven's sake You know, he's himself admitting He might not play again uh, Chris Cat in four months. Uh, you know, you look at Bera, Ike and uh, Suter at Hearts, all long, long term injuries. Ibui Kuasi and Daniel Arzani at Celtic. Se- season over. Oh,
3: like yeah,
2: as well. astonishing. And uh, it's, it's very unfortunate for Motherwell because, you know, they're not out of the woods. They know they'll be. Bottom six club, and the, the, you, know, you you can't allow people to get. To be TV. fair about you,
3: you know, with injuries, but as Stephen Robinson said, they have won three of their last four games. Yeah, you know, which is credit to his players. You know, they're able to still go out and win yeah. even without the the top players on their side.
1: And that's where you learn a bit about that seven-one hammering at Ibrox, don't you? Because oh. when you get a result like that, there are two ways of looking at it. You can say, well, do you know what? We only lost three points The same yeah. as we lost Any other week Where it becomes a problem Is if you're g- beaten so badly That it kills your confidence and, and and things start to go wrong And feed into the, the the games Which follow But if you're going to bounce back With a 3-0 home win Against Aberdeen yeah. Then that, that's, that's the way to react There's no doubt That will sustain them In spite of the sad news About
2: Chris Cadden And Trevor Carson There's no doubt That will sustain them uh, Against Livy And Livy From the terrific start They made to the season Wobbly, a wee bit wobbly they're Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. They're, There's a game of snakes and ladders You know on there. they're up But, one they,
1: one
3: but one they're, one they're one looking next. for a game To get back as well Hugh. That's yeah. why that'll be A cracking game tomorrow
1: Kenny the Jambos on the line Kenny We're talking about injuries Does Christoph Berra Come back into the Hearts team To play Rangers uh, c-
12: could, I, Gordon, could I Could I Firstly give a big Massive shout out To Martin Holmes at Dunbar Boys Club And the McDade family For the Kieran McDade Foundation For all the stuff they're doing uh, for raising awareness to heart attacks and supplying defibrillators in, uh, like say, and Court Bridge and to sports complexes in North Lanarkshire.
10: Yep.
1: Well done, well yeah, said, Kate. Happy yeah. with that. Absolutely. What about Christoph Berra then? Is he back? Is he back in? Is that a risk, or would you throw him straight back in?
12: Well, he, he played. He played a game yep. the other night, actually, yeah. and I think. I think it would. I think he's got the time on his hands with the game being Sunday. But I think uh, it would give Hearts a massive lift uh, having Berra back. You know what I mean? I think it would help them.
1: I think it was Lin, was it Lynn Liverpool they Rose. played the other yeah, night, and yeah. and Christoph Berra played Hugh. But it's different
3: playing uh, at a junior yeah. side, you know, a kickabout like that. What than do you think? Rangers I, I think
1: I think Craig
2: Levine will take the gamble and play him. You do um, because you know Hearts are on the rebound from a very poor result from their perspective. The season mm-hmm. is. Played a cruel trick on hearts, you know. They got to the top of the league, but at the same time, top player after top player dropped out because of injury. I think that Craig Levine will gamble because of the the qualities, the combative qualities that Christoph Berra has. I think he'll take the gamble, but, even though there is a huge risk because he's been out for so
3: long. But Craig Levine is actually taking the pressure off himself by saying. I'll ask Christopher if he's fit enough and he thinks he should play Because he knows he's a good player and yeah, he needs him right.
1: experienced as well so He's
3: experienced but he missed a lot of training and it was a bad injury I think it would be a huge, huge gamble to play when in that game on
1: Sunday Kenny, four defeats and a draw in your last five That obviously doesn't sound too good But what difference does it make having this game at Tynecastle? Everyone knows what, what that type of atmosphere and the type pitch is like Does that play into Hart's hands?
12: Uh, I think it gives us a wee bit of a positive but I, I think our with Hearts and Rangers is, a, is a, a, an incredibly uh, good atmosphere friendlier atmosphere uh, between the two teams but I think uh, home home advantage and Berra coming back and the home supporters possibly, I'm just trying to be optimistic as a jambo but yeah. maybe we could uh, stop the rot and get a yeah. win and am, I right, uh, everybody.
2: am I right in thinking Gordon that, that over the course of those four defeats and one draw Hearts haven't scored a goal You are So Kenny That's a a massive negative Where they're concerned You know Seven and a half hours of football Not a goal scored Uh, I think Behrer I do think He will take the risk Craig Levine And put Behrer back But
1: Christoph Behrer Isn't unlikely to get a goal Oh, you never know.
3: Set-piece. Set-piece, corner
1: kicks, absolutely. The, yeah. This much-changed Rangers team, Derek, this will be the first visit to Tynecastle for a lot of these players. That's almost sure. a... I'm sure they've got the picture by now, but there's a real welcome to Scottish football element about playing at a packed Tynecastle.
3: I mean, we could talk about, you know, Hearts have, have slipped up in recent games, but I'll tell you what, when Rangers come a-calling, it's a different Hearts team that'll be there on Sunday. You know, I know they've not... used right, they've not scored the goal, but this is the one that we want to try and get back... You know, on familiar terms again mm. and to do that They're going to have to raise their game against Rangers And they've every chance of doing that But that's why we keep saying it And it's an old saying from Jock Well, I keep going back to Jock, my old mentor About the battle fever uh-huh. He says, if you don't win the battle against these teams Then mm. you're certainly not going to win the war And that's what Rangers are going to have to do on Sunday Is battle first And if they do that and win that Then I think they'll
1: go on and win the game Great knowledge on Twitter Kevin McTaggart, Peter Gray, Ali Donaldson Stuart is on as well Marky Mark The answers are flooding in Are they flooding in from you two? We're looking for the last 12 goal scorers In the Scottish League Cup final Guys like Moussa Dembele Tom Rogic James Forrest Stephen Thompson And the Hearts player who scored twice against St Mirren His name being He's got a lot of tattoos on his neck
3: Oh that's the boy he's finished He went down to Air United Striker
1: Oh, Oh, Lee Miller
3: No no, 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 Ryan. Ryan. Yes. Ryan. Ryan. Oh, big strong lad. Oh, God! <laughs> tattoos all over. Tattoos oh. everywhere. Could hardly
1: see skin for tattoos. Oh my goodness, you Ryan. two are unbelievable.
3: Ryan.
1: It begins with an S. Stephen. Stephen. Ryan. Stephen. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> right, we've got a bit of work to do, so I better give these two some thinking time, and we'll try and get the answers next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to thompsons.com
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson This is probably the hardest teaser we've ever given them I like to give them a, a doable one on a Friday night But this is tough It was sent in by Russell in New Milne So thanks to Russell for the question If you've got a good one Send Aye, it thanks, please Thanks Russell <laughs> Send it please to fulltime at Clyde One. Dot I'll com. Give you a name uh, Let me read the question again. The la- we're looking for you to name the last twelve goal scorers in the Scottish League Cup final. So this goes back to twenty twelve. Moussa Dembélé, Tom Rogic, James Forrest, Stephen Thompson, Ryan Stevenson. You've got five of twelve. Alex Shalk. Yes, he scored Whoa. four. Good
3: one. Uh, Ross County.
1: Okay. Against, Against Hibs. Anyone else who may have scored in that I same know game? I think Hibbs Right, if you were to. I think he's Ross County's record goal scorer of all time. Gardine. Yes.
3: Michael Gardine.
1: If he's not, then he certainly was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he still is. Uh, right, so yeah, that's, that's looking a bit more like it. One, three, two, three, three four, four, five, five to six. go. Six. I think.
3: We've got six we of them up. Rogich, uh, uh, no Forrest, and Billy.
2: Right, so Mirren had two Geordies. Thompson. Dumb it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't Dumb it, was the other one.
3: I didn't
1: done it. No. And you've not got one of the. You've not got the other St Mirren goal scorer either Because they had three Stephen Thompson This Jordy uh-huh. That you uh-huh. mentioned And one other You've still not got the Celtic one From the 2014-15 Final Right James Forrest scored in that game He did Do you remember and who it was against? The United Uh-huh And uh... If it was a penalty Who would take it? Alright Okay Couple more it wasn't a penalty anyway by no, the way but This it. guy was a A scorer A regular scorer of goals Around that time And it wasn't Lee Griffiths It was The other One Hooper No no After that Not necessarily an out and out striker But still a scorer of Many goals oh. Alan is a Rangers fan in Alexandria Hi Alan Hi uh, hello <coughs> What's your point tonight Alan?
10: Um my, my point is really about uh, John Flanagan playing left-back for Rangers. Um, to me, it's flying the whole balance of the team. And last night, really disappointing. But before we we get to that, uh, Derek John i quite well you, Derek. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, the Livvy game, you presented my dad with a, a letter for his support for the club over 80 years. Yes. And ho- hospitality. It was just to thank you very much. He's no well in 80s. <clears throat> Excuse me, he's in Paisley Hospital at oh. Um And it was just to say how much it meant to the guy. What a day he had. Fantastic. Well, I was nice to the, hear
3: l- that. Listen, I hope he sure. gets out of there quickly anyway. Give my regards.
10: I will do, son. You were fantastic, Derek. Top Thank draw. You. Good man. Um, question being, is Lee Wallace available to play for Rangers? It's a good one,
1: Derek. Uh, I and think he, he was is fit. I mean, Stephen Gerard Well probably was asked. He spoke about it at the AGM Didn't he and he's he get better He says he's got better options
3: Options
1: yeah yeah. Can I take it by you Asking the question Alan That you don't agree That, that Flanagan Or Halliday Are better options
10: No Not at all um, there, there is a single supporter On the Copeland Road Where I sit Like Getting upset With John Flanagan When he's doing his best But Last night um, He's used to the ball At times was, mm. It wasn't great And another thing like he, he can't actually Play the ball up the line Evan's gone inside um, But by a sudden Mystified But surely th- We all are just far there either, In that position i think no way need Another left back
3: The problem is Alan Barisic is injured Getting close you know, on by all accounts he's, he's here He's almost there I think And Given another week or so Then he may well be Fit enough to come in And I think once he's fit And he's up to He's up to scratch Then I think he will be The left back That's for sure
10: Well be Derek but do you know something we should be seeing in another left back then?
3: Oh, I think they've I mean they've got enough left back I mean they're, they're injured just now. I mean he's 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 the one that's going be I mean, he's a young yeah, man. Still. I
1: suppose what Alan's saying though is that he he sees that as one, but he doesn't think any of the backup no, is, is. I think is Andy suitable. Halliday
3: has done well actually when he's played at left back. I've never, I've never done seen well. play at left he's back done before, well. but I think I think than, he's
1: useful. Better than Flanagan.
3: Well, I think Flanagan's an experienced player as well. Played a lot of big games for Liverpool down there and everything else. I think he's still trying to find his feet, mm. and I I don't think we need to final sign a left back. I think the biggest thing that Rangers have to do is sign another striker. Okay. I think that is backup rather the, than a left back.
2: If the manager stands up. Sits down As it was at the AGM In front of a Ranger supporting shareholders And says To be honest Lee Wallace for me Is not a a first pick Uh, I think I've got better options Are we seriously to believe That this man who's brought Rangers on By so much since becoming Manager of the club Doesn't know what he's doing? That's not the point Hugh That's
1: what we're here for We're here to look at things You can question anyone's decision That's fine That's why we're here That's
2: why we exist But that's my observation on the matter You Are we to believe
1: that some people assume that Steven Gerrard doesn't know what he's doing? You're you're, you're making an incredible leap there. Alan is a passionate Rangers fan. He doesn't have to agree with every decision Steven Gerrard makes.
3: He makes a good point because I think Lee Wallace is still a fantastic player. He's had his injury problems. We all know that. But I still think he can do a job for the club. I'm no doubt whatsoever.
1: Big thank you to Alan and Alexandria. Uh, That will... I don't know if we'll squeeze one more in. I don't know. Let's... Address the teaser: the last twelve goal scorers from League Cup finals. You've got Stevenson, Thompson, Forrest, Gardine, Schalk, Rogic, Dembele. We're
3: needing Scoobies, I think.
1: The Celtic one. You need to get this Celtic one. So that would be Ronnie Dyler's time. They beat Dundee the United. I think that was the final. Remember, they had just signed uh, Mackay, Stephen, and Armstrong uh-huh. from United. But they they couldn't play. play
3: for United. Yeah.
1: You will kick yourself. I'll kick he, you for, for at, yourself. He, he's
2: not at the club anymore.
1: No, he's not playing anymore at
2: all. Um. Uh, what was it? Geordie Samaras?
1: No. Oh, no. After that Honestly He was a Scotland international as well He maybe doesn't sound like a Scotland international In terms of the way he speaks
2: Oh Chris Commons Chris Commons
1: Oh god there we go Right you're looking for One from Hearts One from St Mirren One from Hibs One from Kilmarnock mm. Can you remember that game? Oh. When he beat Celtic Yes 2012 Can you remember the guy's name? I will be <laughs> Oh, You don't know how pleased I will be If you remember this one Because that's tough
2: He was German wasn't he? Uh,
1: I think Dutch But one of the two
2: <laughs> Hooper missed a certain Right at the start of the game So He said stalling for time
1: Yeah he did exactly well, Alright quickly ahead to tomorrow Hugh what else are you looking at St Mirren Talk to me about St Mirren Well Man. yeah a well, Fabulous result
2: To beat Hearts uh, If you're not boosted by that You never will be boosted To about the goal of the season What it was Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Nicholl at the club now um, To assist Oran Kearney uh, I think it would be A huge psychological lift If St Mirren were to get Back to back wins and a huge psychological blow to Hamilton Acquis To get back to back defeats There's the incentive for St Mirren I believe they're capable of it tomorrow
3: I mean the Kelly Hibbs one I should like have told you that Lawrence
1: Shankland Obviously has put Hib, uh, air one up against Dundee United wow. um, All of a sudden Hibbs in a really poor run here, yeah. Especially by their own standards
2: and Neil Lennon today quoted as saying He thinks they have plateaued Now you know I couldn't have been more complimentary where Hibs are concerned at the start of the season. I said they were the the one team Edinburgh Festival. Uh, they were a joy to watch. They were scoring goals. That they, they were electric going forward. It's all gone. It's evaporated. Mm. And they've dropped out the Playing top six.
3: Playing against the at home, that are good. Me, I spoke about that great result Aberdeen had there. That's probably the only side that's had a really good victory there. So, again. Um,
1: Going inclining towards Kilmarnock To win that match We'll get a full set of predictions From you tomorrow Remember we are on air From 2 until 6 And then back on Sunday For a, a 6 hour and 15 minute special Hugh because the game kicks oh. off So early on Sunday Listen holidays uh, are all very well But home is where the Super scoreboard is Right tell, I'll
3: tell you who's going to win St Myrna are going to win tomorrow No no we don't have time So quick, quick, quick. and so are, Mother right, are the are.
1: teaser You're still looking for another no, 4 we'll yeah. Right okay The Hibs one Big defender Then went to Ross County who he scored against in this final, of course. No. No. Initials. Fontaine? Yes, Hugh oh, well, well done. Okay. Margot. You're looking for one Saint Mirren, one Hearts, one Comarmock. It's the Geordie boy. Yep. What
3: um, was
1: these initials? C N. Colin. <laughs> He's gonna run through. First name? I'll give you his first name, Connor. Oh you're looking at me blankly, Connor Newton. No, um, let's we move on Wait, right, what about the What about the St Mirren one Then And funnily enough This is the second one like this He scored against Hearts He went on to play for Hearts A bit later on Now you're testing me I think he's Portuguese Oh It was Goncalves Remember Goncalves, him yeah, Isma yeah, yeah. They called him And what about that Comarnock one Come on let's finish the show On a high hue. He is Belgian Belgian You said he was Dutch Oh, did I? Oh, that's what's. Oh, sorry. So yeah, I must have. I said. I, I, say, I said he was German. He's, he's. Did I say Dutch? He's multinational. Oh, I meant Belgian. He's definitely Belgian. Belgian. <laughs> um. His initials are DVT. I know you spoke about that earlier on, but his initials are DVT. Van. Mhm. Quick. David Van. Dieter Van Tornhout. Thank you to oh, Hugh oh, Evans and oh, Derek wow, Johnson. No we are back tomorrow at two o'clock. <laughs> GBX Fridays up next.
0: Slide one super scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to thompsons.com.